2: Recorded live.
1: Oh, ye shall know the truth, and the truth shall
3: make you free. <laughs>
1: Truth is the new
4: game. It's a hit all. Brother Joe, Brother Paul. Everything is open for the subject. As long as it all leads back to the truth, true, truth, truth, truth,
3: truth. for mature individuals, and may contain material unsuitable for morons, cretins, and dishwipes. If you are a moron, or a member of the PTL Club, please turn off your radio, because we don't need any more stupid, narrow-minded, pencil-neck geeks who wouldn't know the First Amendment if it came up and bit them on the butt! Thank you. Welcome to Truth is a New Hate, January 4th, 2016. Paul, how are you?
4: I'm um, alive for the new year.
3: <laughs> you get down that chimney in uh, in good shape or what?
4: Yeah, man. I'm still like I said. I'm still alive and kicking.
3: Oh, ah, that's great. How about, how about you? Oh well, you know, last last Monday we had a terrible, terrible ice storm. Car went broke down in it. I had to skate back. And then I was in here, and then the electricity went off, and I was in here in the dark. And, uh, you know, the emergency boy, the emergency team that I put together a couple of years ago came driving by, figured a bit of check on the old man, and uh, dragged me into the car to go on a few rounds with him. And it was just <laughs> horrible, terrible out there, terrible out there, man. You know what I mean? And, uh, you know, we had to take this uh, older couple because, you know, uh, the the house got cold and stuff, and uh, took him to the Kiwanis Club, which is the basement of a pre- Presbyterian church there.
1: Nice,
3: and and uh, yeah, and the other the only other place that had uh, uh, emergency uh, generators and stuff was the Masonic Hall. The Masonic Hall, yeah. And uh, the Kiwanis Club, well, some of them, well, the the one priest there I don't get along with at all. And uh, you know they got a picture of saving African children and all this shit, you know. So that, but the thing is, you know what I mean. I was there just to help the people there, and they knew that, so you know, no big deal. But like I was saying to these guys, to these young guys, that says, you know, you know, community activism. Here's one place you can get into. You know, you got your JVCs, you got your Quaners, you know, you got all these big, big uh, uh, organizations that started out at good, you know. And then uh, they were hey, taking over
1: time.
3: they were taken over internationally, you know, and there, a lot of them are combined with UNICEF now, I think Kiwanis are, but uh you know they had used to have uh, campgrounds and all that kind of stuff, which I believe what was it cake campgrounds or something yeah. Now, I don't think they're ever controlled by the Kiwanis Club, but <laughs> they were associated with them, and uh, they used to take people there. Camping and you know stuff like that, and uh, used to have a thing called the Fresh Air Fund. Uh, I had to go there <laughs> one summer there, and uh, we believe it or not, we had a friggin' riot there. <laughs> <Why>? <laughs> yeah, in, the of no, in the middle of nowhere. In middle nowhere, and uh, you know. Uh, anyway, anyway, that's that's what happened. So, meanwhile, you know, there's a lot going on. I mean, there is a lot to talk about. Uh, you know, uh, I'm just quickly go over the presidential thing here. Uh, you know, you got, uh, I think, was it the first? You got your caucus, the first uh, uh, Iowa caucus comes up. And I think the Republicans and Democrats at the same time. So you've got uh, uh, Bill Clinton there, and you've got Trump there. He's putting ads out. Now, Hillary put out this thing about uh, Trump being used by uh, terrorist recruiting and all this kind of stuff. Well, when she said it, there was no such thing. Now, all of a sudden, there's one out there. Okay, so she's crowing about that bullshit, right? But they got another one out there, and they're talking about the leadership of America, and they go through Obama, and I I forget what they said, but then then they had Bush, okay, And and then pops up Bill Clinton, and all they said was degenerate. (laughs) <laughs> so so he's in iowa giving a speech you know but I, I what a mixed bag you know they call themselves democrats but he had a bunch of girls behind him he's talking about how he was married with hillary for 43 years and what a great person she was and you know she could have wrote her ticket to any lost law, law firm she wanted but she wanted to go help the poor and all this kind of shit there and Oh God! Well, in the background, these girls were just snubbing them and just rolling their eyes because they're behind him and and looking at uh, the ceiling and looking at the feet and stuff like that. And uh, I, I'm not sure when it was—two uh, days ago or yesterday—I forget where she was, but uh, some girl stood up for with a question and asked her about uh, you know uh, bills. Uh, you know, how, how he treats women, how
4: he's Pe- treating women, you know. Yeah, his pecadelia. It's like, why, why are you guys giving uh Cosby, who told black men to pull their pants up and act like real fathers, why are they giving him so much shit on just bullshit from all these uh Jew-inspired women when Bill has actually raped women and they've come forward and yet they give this fa- a faster to pass? What the fuck is up with that?
3: Yeah, so, and she just, oh, man, talk about fire. I mean, what a look she gave her, man, and she took... You sit down and yeah, shut up, and you know you, that is rude, and uh, you don't get any questions from me for me uh, for that. You know, like uh, don't want to hear that, but you know wants wants to wants to get on uh, Trump about <clears throat> being a sexist and all this kind of stuff. But he's right. been warning, he's been warning her. Do you want to use, do you want to use the woman's card, Hillary. Be prepared. And now we just mm-hmm. put out, put out yesterday. He says. She's got Bill on, on the campaign trail, okay? Watch this, <laughs> you know, <laughs> and right away it's coming up, man. <laughs> right away it's coming up, so, you know. Yo, it, but, it came
4: out that uh, he was hanging out with, uh, uh, what the hell is that Jew that was busting for pedophilia? Steinberg, maybe?
3: Yeah, the guy named Steinberg was- the English
4: guy, yeah. The, well, the England, and then there was a guy that was in the, in the islands, like the Bahamas, and that's where they would all go. and Some underage yeah. girl came out recently said that Bill was, uh, you know, was there, and he was, was with two young women from uh, New York that were definitely underage. And so, yeah, that bastard gets a pass. But, uh, you know, people that have actually tried to tell their own race to like start acting like adults, you know, they they kill his oldest oldest born son, and they've been harassing the shit out of him ever since. Like, if his wife is hanging with him, I'm hanging with him.
3: Well, actually, there's only you know. After all that bullshit, what they're saying is, is that it's uh, statute of limitations on the other complaints, but they're sticking with one of some coach or something. I think she's a basketball coach who had visited visited him at some show or something like that, and uh, she's saying he drugged her and all this kind of stuff. Some women's basketball coach, college basketball coach, yeah. it's this, this black bride, right, so... You know and that so they okay. took him to court last week i believe it was and yeah. you know he was just smiled and she says you know he put him on parole or uh, not parole uh things that he can't do and can't do before court can't contact her and all this kind they of leave stuff the country. yeah, yeah. <clears throat> had he surrender his uh, passport and all this kind of stuff there and he smiled and said thank you judge, and goodbye you know and uh, you know and he's getting on in age, man. You know, he had to be helped to the car and everything. I mean, you know, doesn't look like he was acting it or anything like that. But uh, you know, I know I know he's got a bit bit of problem with his vision now, so but you know, that's it. They're just hanging this guy dry. But, you know, these Clintons go back way back. Way back.
4: Bill Bill Bill's looking man. Come on.
3: You he's, yeah, he's I mean,
4: hanging like a rock star. Uh,
3: well, you know, we, yeah. You know, <laughs> he's been working for them for, you know, with the drugs and all that, Arkansas and all that kind of stuff there and all the deaths in Arkansas yeah. and, uh, you know, and, 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 and then you find out the stuff that she was pulling, you know, and, uh, anyway, but that's that, right? You know what I mean? And because, you know, we don't take control of our governments. <clears throat> this is what we get. This is what it means. Right. You know, you don't, you don't want to be deserve. involved, right? Yeah. So, uh, Anyway, uh, I have some people – I have a little bit of bad mouth, which is nothing new, and talk about I'm putting down our white people and all this kind of nonsense because, uh, you know, I, I, I'm saying that white nationalism is a joke. Half a million uh, uh, government posts in this country, over half a million, and there's not one, not one of them, not one of them in any of those positions. And how, I don't know how you're supposed to change anything or if you don't get power. I mean, isn't that the ultimate goal? And all oh, this crazy. That was a... Yeah, well we should get it. Yeah. You
4: know,
3: or we gotta wake all these people up. Yeah, and do what? You know, like uh, anyway, so anyway, uh <clears throat> so my friend over there at uh Okay, it's the new year and it's a you, if people that want to join it it's you go in and join you know just it's not a monthly thing you pay whatever you want to get the uh, the downloads to his show sort of deal there and uh he he's going on the offensive here so he's just getting tired yeah. of this uh all the shit that's going on with this like he says we got to clear out the trash you know what i mean and uh so i listened to uh i listen to uh a bit of uh Kyle hunt was on may might have been his show i don't know someone sent me something and I'm listening to him and he's got john friend on there okay and John friend is <clears throat> talking about how you know conspiracies and all this kind of nonsense and he's telling Kyle hunt that uh, because Kyle hunt was promoting that uh flat earth shit that uh, that's a legitimate thing to investigate and in question, you know what I mean? And I'm just thinking to myself, you know what I mean? Why don't you get just get down on your knees, buddy? You know that is bullshit. So you know, and th- and I think this is what's hurting us. There's some serious things that are going on in this country, and that's got to be done. And and we got to hear that kind of nonsense. So I th- and and still going on about. Uh, I don't know. Over a thousand years ago, some Saxons got their heads chopped off, as if he was there and feels all feels all their pain and all this kind of nonsense. And uh, I don't know. It's just these guys are going way off the wall, man, way off the wall. So I don't know. And it's always uh, and you got to do your own research. As if people are busy. People got enough time for that nonsense. You know what I mean? You know they want right. they want solutions. They want solutions. And uh so anyway. So, you know, we give him solutions and you know, and I, I, all I hear from everybody, all I hear from all these places, anything I ever watches, and the media does this to us and the media does that to us. Uh, you know what I mean? Uh we you no, know, I have
4: talked to John last time I talked to John was in November down in D C man, And he's very aware of needing the we need our own media, man. So he's very much on board with that. Well
3: yeah, he he, he figures he's going to sell t-shirts and mugs and uh, to continue his important work and all this kind of stuff there. So uh, you can pay $75 for a lifetime or some kind of nonsense like this. He, 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 he contacted me and, and I just, he said, what do I, I, what do I think? I said, it's amateurish. And I showed him our plan. I said, here's what you got to do. You know what I mean? You got to get true professionals in there, man. You got to, you got to get a first class. If you're going to compete, you got to compete. It's as simple as that. Oh well, you know we can never do this. That's pie in the sky. Well, no, that's what you got to do. Forget about if. Yeah, it's it's a lofty uh, thing to go for to go after and all. That's but that's what you have to do if you're going to compete. It's as simple as that. So anyway, there's a lot of stuff going on. Trump has come out and just said. Obama and Hillary created ISIS. <laughs> I know. Mean, uh, I love that, dude. That's great. <laughs> they just cannot shut this guy off at all. So, Dr. John, let us discuss ask- solutions. Dr. John, I'm going to give you a, uh, a link to a solution because I'm going to be actually talking about something else tonight. Uh, but let me get the link here. Give me a second there, Paul. Anything you want uh, to just take? Oh yeah, another thing is, uh, you see the the new Texas governor there, Abbott? He's got a picture of him with a gun pointed and saying, "Obama, come take the guns." Oh, nice man. <laughs> yeah.
4: Well, I know that Abbott just signed a bill that uh, allowed for open carry for everybody. I yeah. mean, it was already legal, really, but I mean, it's it's like now people are practicing it. Well,
3: you know, they, it, they had they had a thing going on in, in some of the local campuses where, you know, they want, and these idiots are doing it too, right? Uh, carrying a uh, a dildo. And sa- it's safer to carry a dildo than a gun.
4: <laughs> what the hell, man?
3: <laughs> so here's these faggot guys, faggot, weak, white men, okay? And they're not sacked,
4: dildo. Might as well be up their ass.
3: With a dildo hanging. Okay. Okay, there's a link to some solutions, Doctor John. Yeah, and uh, I made a picture of uh, Davy Crockett. You know, I got a picture of Davy Crockett. I got a, and I got him, you know, at the Alamo swinging a big red dildo, saying, "Gee, if only Davy had that at the Alamo." <laughs> and I sent it to them on to their group there on Twitter. So, but, and then I, I had sent you a link, and uh, you know, we, we got the Bundy family at it again right we got I know. Uh, you know and and you know We're my not- feel. you know my feeling yeah. about that whole thing right i mean oh, we yeah, went we'll over about it we went over on this show yeah. you know here here's a guy that that pocketed three million dollars that he's supposed to pay for grazing fees and talking about the government this the government that and the stuff about the uh Oh, the federal – no, it's not the federal land. It's the people's land held in trust by the federal government, okay? It's the people's right. land. And that was uh, uh, part of when they were developing. They couldn't get people there, and so when they went for statehood, the government released so much land for them to sell to get people out of out these different places there. And he's there with Jewett uh, Rhodes and his crew, right? I know the you know, the, the oath keepers and, uh, they're over there. They made a video. This guy busted them on a video where they're, t- uh, they're, they're, they're definitely in front of a green screen, Paul talking about they're in five cool. degree weather, freezing weather and stuff. You know, like the guys, nobody's got knits on, you know, uh, I think only one guy had a hat. The other guys had their jackets open. There's no smoke blowing through their mouth while they're talking or not, uh, you know, uh, condensation coming out of their mouth, you know, while they're talking or nothing like this. And these guys are just playing up for something else. And they get, you know, know, people say Patriotards, which I I don't really like that term, but anyway, these so-called super Patriot guys that are just, you know, Oh, the government. And, you know, then, then, then you get the, uh, uh, you know, free man on the land guys there and all these, I mean, some of these guys are truly, truly wacko, man. You know what I mean? And, uh, you know, and this is going on – now, I, I agree with one thing about this whole situation, is that the guy and his son, what did they do, some clearing, burning, underbrush? Yeah, okay. they were doing a
4: controlled burn that got out of control. They didn't mean it. She got out of hand. Okay, so they're, they're trying to put them – they put them in jail. They came out, and they just said, like, oh, you didn't do enough jail, so you're going to go uh, to jail for four years each now. It's like, why? Yeah, yeah.
3: Now, now, now that I don't understand. That I don't understand how yeah. you could do that. How, I, I, you know how 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 the hell are they able to? They get out, they serve their time, and then throw them back in jail. You know, saying they hadn't got enough time. I mean that 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 to me that that doesn't sound right right there. If if that's happening, you know what I mean? Is this a setup? Yeah. Or did this really happen? Okay, because I don't know how the hell they can legally do that. Isn't that uh, kind of a double, double Denver, jeopardy yeah. thing? Yeah. Isn't that a, Double, well, that's in murder, but anyway, you know, I, I don't know how they can do this, okay? But the thing is, now, I'm not a fan of George Bush, but, you know, he is the guy that was saying a long time ago, was it 2003, thinning, thinning some of the forest and getting the underbrush out so the other trees can grow, and he got uh, the Sierra Club. Put in a federal suit that stopped that. Okay, so yeah. really, so the so the federal courts uh, uh, handcuffed the government from doing this, and now these guys are doing it. So you know what I mean? Like, how the hell does this work out? So so, so they're doing. The other doing thing like, I heard
4: about the property is, is there. There's a bunch of minerals and uranium underneath of it. So it seems to be from the government end that they want. What's underneath, like they usually do?
3: Well, yeah, I mean that's right. That that's how the land is split up. You got uh, forestry, you've got BLM, you've got parks, and each they're each they're each they're each responsible for certain aspect of it. And one of them is is minerals because now before before what happened when people used to go into these lands, they used to just mine them and cut them and log them and all this kind of stuff there, and they were getting that. They're getting ruined. They're getting ruined because they're doing that. Uh, uh, you know, with when they're—I forget what you call it. They do it with water. You know, uh, spraying a lot of water, hydro, hydro mining, or whatever the hell it was. With the and, no, no, this is—we're uh, talking about in, in, in the eighteen sixties, eighties, and stuff like that before the twentieth, before the in the nineteenth century, and that that was when uh, the first Roosevelt. Hammond McKinley started uh, <clears throat> taking certain parts of it and making parts and putting them under uh, more federal control. They were under pressure groups and environmentalist groups to start looking after the properties and, and start straightening this mess out. They are having forest fires all over the place. And then uh, I think the other president that uh, did something with that was actually FDR, who was uh, put money in for one of his work projects for starting to all these different, uh, like throughout the country, civil war sites and all this kind of stuff for the federal government who owns this and is responsible for it, start taking care of it, you know? And, uh, and actually we do a pretty good job because, you know, when I did my uh, civil civil war run down all through the South, a few years back, uh, uh, now my old lady who's, who's, who was Canadian was she couldn't believe it. She was so impressed. She says, man, you guys really take care of your, uh, you know, heritage stuff, you know what I mean? And uh, it was very well taken care of, I have to admit. You know, a lot of those Civil War spots and stuff. Now, I don't know what it's like now. I mean, we're talking about uh, late 80s or something like that, you know, early 90s. I can't remember the exact time I went there. It was quite a while ago there. So mom of three boys i don't you don't have sound everybody else got sound i got sound sound. okay sound check okay well i guess you guys well you guys gonna have to refresh or something I, i don't know i don't know what the problem is uh let's see here rich you got sound dr john you got sound Okay, and I hear nothing from them. Media, academic, business, government, energy, next. Goal Goal is food production. Just follow the history, of course. Yes, yes, they got sound. Okay, okay, you guys that don't have sound, I guess you got to refresh your browser or something like that. Everybody else seems to have sound. Okay, and... uh, somebody wants to be unmuted. Who's ever muted? I'm not gonna unmute the guests and uh see if this guy can behave himself. But these other guys, uh forget it. You're not gonna get unmuted. Okay? I'm just not gonna put up with your shit. And <laughs> that's all you don't like it? Leave. It's as simple as that. So anyway, so so they're there and and, and but this goes on a long time. Uh this is called the sage shade the Sagebrush Rebellion, and it was against okay. the Forest Reserves, okay. And the first one was in California, and it was from 1891 to 1907, okay. So this is nothing new that these guys are talking about what they're doing, okay. And it was about, uh, and then it was like I say, they were starting to take control. Of McKinley and uh, the first Roosevelt was taking c- control of, of the land, you know. Because that's their responsibility. And uh, they're calling it federal lords, lords, lordlism, and uh, you know what I mean? Because these guys are just going in and throw up a uh, a cabin wherever they wanted and all this kind of stuff and logging. And, you know, you had the Cattlemen's Association against, you know, complaining and all this stuff because, you know, for years the cattle was just roaming free and all this kind of stuff there. And all of a sudden the federal government was saying, well, whoa, whoa, you know, we're going to start controlling this stuff, you know what I mean, because it's, it's, it's getting ripped apart. And so, so you had these, and this went on, and people complained, and and then it almost went up, went up again in, in, in 79, okay? Uh, well, it actually started in 1979 when they started to correct a lot of these different problems that they were having with the forest and things like that. And uh, so it went on and on and on, okay? Now, uh, and if you look at the history of of these states, okay, of how they got this property, okay, uh, well, let's look at, I mean, the government out west has a lot of property, owns a lot of property, and there's a reason for that. It's the way it was, was, was acquired, okay? And it does have, I think it's got a bit of property in, in, that it's responsible in every state in the Union okay now the state where it has the most is I believe Nevada I believe they own like over 90 eighty percent of that property okay and uh, that was uh, part of their constitution to become a state okay because they could not control all that property they, they could not maintain law and order and all that property and they needed they they needed they needed the uh, US government to do that and there's a reason for that okay and we'll go over that a little bit but uh, let me see BLM has a management of 248 million acres that's about the size of Egypt the National Park Service got 80 million acres that's the size of Norway okay and then you got fish and wildlife service, have 89 million acres, and that's slightly bigger than Germany, okay, and then you've got Department of Agriculture, now I don't agree with that one, them, and then Department of Defense, they have another uh, 20 million acres, which is about the size, uh, they say it's a bit larger than the Czech Republic, and that's training bases and grounds and all, you know, whatever they got all over the place. So 47% of 11 uh, Western states is fairly owned. Okay. Now, by contrast, the federal government owns 4% of the other states. So the concentration is there in the West. And a lot of it, like I say, is, is, is how we got the land. Okay. And... uh some of it came from the uh, Louisiana Purchase, okay? And uh, then, the, you know, that Napoleon sold to them, I forget, in early 1800s. And you had a lot of boundary uh, disputes because, remember, Spain, uh, Spain owned a lot of land. You know, Mexico wasn't a country then. It was all owned by Spain, and it went all the way up Texas, all the way up the coast, where we now got uh, Oregon and and Washington State. And then you had the British that came down. I think think the British had a bit of Washington State. And then you had cross claims, okay, where they claimed part of Louisiana, the Spanish and the French, the British were claiming uh, parts of Oregon and parts of the the Northwest, okay. So they had all these kinds of disputes between these three countries. Plus, you had the Russians in there, okay? They, were, they claimed part of uh, down to California, okay? They basically set themselves up where the rich uh, uh, fur trading was and all this kind of stuff, and they had a monopoly there. And then, then the Britain came Britain came in with, uh, uh, what was the name, uh... I forget the name of their company, uh, big company. And then you had uh, John Astor of the Astor Fortune. That's how he started. We're talking Tosin. about
4: the British East and Dutch East India companies, man?
3: No, it's the uh, Hudson Bay Company. Okay. The Hudson Bay Company went right across from the uh, mouth of uh, Baffin Bay all the way, all the way across that, 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 uh, Canada, what's Canada now. Okay, they went all across there, and then John Astor went up there and uh, actually started a fort, one of the early forts up there, and that was that. That's where the guy trappers went out and everything else like that, and that's what started him off to his fortune. And then when that ended, he got into real estate in New York, and that started the Astor fortune. Okay, and he
4: was murdered above the uh, Titanic.
3: Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he had he had a, he had a, he had a uh, uh, well, there was a, quite a few of them, right? So you right. had uh, uh, Colorado was very interesting, and uh, that 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 was purchased in uh, the Louisiana Purchase. Then you had the Oregon boundary, okay? Then you had the d- dispute there with uh, the Spanish. Then, when the Spanish they settled finally settled with the Spanish, and the Spanish were having all kinds of different wars, they were fighting Napoleon, and then you had the uh, uh, Mexico became a country, and then you had a lot of disputes with them, and then you had the separation of uh, Texas, which they never at the time they lost and agreed to, but uh, then they then they still didn't recognize Texas as being independent. So, uh, and uh, they made an agreement up to the 47th parallel north and uh, 100 metering med- med- to the uh, west, uh, and uh, which came right on the other side of Louisiana, okay? And then when Texas wanted to be part of the United States to be annexed, when they annexed them, You know, they had a war, and they had the Treaty of uh, Guadalupe de okay? And that gave them so much land. But with that land, when they agreed to that land, part of the United States' responsibility was to pay off all claims against the government, okay? Every time they sold sold us, we had to pay off any kind of claims that came with that land, okay? Uh, From people, from tribes... From whatever whoever brought a claim and you know usually there was a limit to it Uh, I think that limit was four million dollars which is like uh, it's a lot of money now they paid 15 million for it which is like half a billion dollars today and uh, part of the deal was that they had to keep uh, the Apache and the Comanche and the Sioux and all these different tribes from raiding Mexico and raiding Mexican cattle and horses and to bring return the property that's why that's how the army got out there so big is they had to keep this up, and uh when they didn't, Mexico would put a monetary claim against them, so these claims were getting so huge because of all these raiding that these Indians did, okay, you know because that's basically what they did okay you know the Comanche came Comanche means enemy came down from the north okay and and Wiped out a few tribes and took over their land, and then they went after the Apache. And, uh, and the Apache are pretty tough guys, and the Apache, so it forced the Apache to go even more south where they basically were on both sides of the border. Okay, and that's all they did was raid, okay, you know, kill people, raid, uh, take slaves, and uh, which they've been doing for a long time cause they were fighting the Spanish for like 300 years where they would sell slaves to the Spanish or kidnap the Spanish and sell them as slaves, you know, was whatever they can get. And, uh, when the Comanches come down with horses, it made them even deadlier. And, uh, so that's what they do. They'd be stealing cattle and all kinds of stuff, man, burning places out, you know, murdering people, grabbing slaves, particularly women and children. Okay. That was their favorite. The men they just torture and kill, you know. Uh they you know, they'd have the Friday night, you know, instead of the Friday night fights to be the Friday night torture with these guys. Okay. So finally uh we had the Gadsden purchase. Okay. And that and that's, you know, they just said uh you know Let's settle this, and let's settle all these border disputes. And that was done by uh, James Gadsden, who was a a senator, okay? And that came about in 1854. Now, it's very, very interesting here with this Gadsden. He was involved with the South and Pacific Coast uh, Rail, okay, out of the South because he wanted the South to diversify, and he wanted to build a Southern rail connection that went up north and went out to California, and uh, to be one of the main rail hubs out west. And uh, but he was sh- shot in the back by uh, uh, the Southern, uh, you know, four percenters, eh? The big plantation ho- holders, you know. They wanted no part of that they just wanted to push more people into the uh, uh, new new territories you know to make them slaveholding so this was causing a lot of problems okay Franklin Pierce was uh, the president at the time meanwhile because what they were doing was they were uh, getting filibusters okay you know the uh, what do they call it the golden circle guys when they wanted to, uh, yeah, no. yeah, they wanted Franklin to buy Mexico, and when he when he when, when he didn't, well, he, he asked Spain. Spain said no. These guys wanted to go invade it, and he had to stop them. They went down. Uh, they went to Mexico was having a civil war. They went and they got in with a few of the warlords there. That if they win, they would get certain these certain properties and all those kind of stuff. They went and took over uh, Nicaragua. That's how we got down to Nicaragua. Okay, and a lot of this was strongly influenced by the Secretary of War. Who was the Secretary of the War at the time? Jefferson Davis. You know, Interesting. Yeah, Very interesting. A lot of these names start to pop up there. You know, Stephen Douglas. You know, he wanted a lot of these land grants and all this kind of stuff there. Uh, and what they would do is they had – and and when the government wouldn't go along with them, okay, that's – remember, they, they tried it – South Carolina. Gatskin was from South Carolina, okay, was with uh, uh, J.C. Calhoun and all those guys. First, they tried the nullification trick. Then three times, okay, they tried to succeed. The third time is when they got these other clowns to go along with them, okay. And this was what it was all about. And that was after uh, the government started really clamping down on these guys that they were going to lose their citizenship when they were involved in any of this filibusting. Okay, and that's when the Golden Circle became what they called the fire breeders and got into the militias, okay, and were drumming up, you know, the separation and all this kind of nonsense. These are the guys that did it, okay. And if you look at a lot of these separations, okay, if you if if you said no, I want to stay with the union or anything like that, they would just take your ass out and hang you. And you had sections of different counties in different states that actually succeed <laughs> succeeded from the damn state, like Arkansas, uh Virginia tore in half, North Carolina almost broke in half, Northern Alabama almost left him. As a matter of fact, Northern Alabama sent a famous uh from from, from northern Alabama. They they hated those those planters so much. Okay. Two hundred thousand Southerners fought for the Union. And they are what you call Jacksonian farmers. Okay. Uh because what Lincoln wanted to do, well, this is what they've been trying to do for years, but these guys have been, you know. Playing all these bad games with them with the railroads, okay? They wanted a railroad through. They made an agreement with Mexico to make a, a rail railway down by uh, Veracruz, okay, to the other side, and uh, which they finally someone finally did put a railroad there, and they got exclusive mail contract from the government, so they can just right from any any of those big ports from the Gulf Coast, you go to. That's, that's, that's why Marines are always there, right? It's a very important area whenever, you know, when they huge later problems with, with Mexico, okay? And uh, the train and, and, and different goods and stuff like that would go across and they'd get on boats and from there go to the uh, uh, coast or goods coming down from the coast would go that way until they had that transcontinental rail, railway up, Okay. Now, they wanted to try and uh, put a canal, some kind of canal in there, but it was just – they said it was no, no way to do it. And then, and then they were – you had the uh, – was it the French? The French was starting to uh, – on the, on the, what eventually became the Panama Canal. What was it, the French and the British went broke there before uh, Roosevelt got in there? So that was going on, and that, that was the most feasible place to do it. So, I mean, that that's – that's what finally happened. Was it went there, but this railroad is still still uh, very important, and 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 now it's got a line that goes all the way up to Mexico City. I think it's 350 miles or something like that. Still a very important rail rail line there, and uh, that came out of that deal, okay. And uh, at that time, that's that was when uh, they were getting along very well with Mexico, but then you had the uh, With the succession and the golden circle and you had these all these kind of conspiracies and then that's when the French went in there and uh, tried to well they did they installed a puppet Maximilian okay which didn't last too long uh, before they uh, got their country back and got him out there and and, uh, put him in a chair and blew and put a bullet right into his face he said please let me die in honor. Shoot me in the chest. And he yeah, okay, sit down. Just blew, just blew his brains out. You know, they weren't too happy with that guy there. But that's what that was all part of. That was all part of that golden circle, that, you know, slave empire that they were trying to set up. All these different factions, you know. And in in 1858 or 1859, they had a big conference uh, about trying to get the... Uh, seeing if they can get uh, the uh, African slave trade going again. and uh,
1: Really?
3: Yeah. And it came back that England wasn't going to go for it. France wasn't going to go for it. Uh, the federal government wasn't going to go for it. You know what I mean? And uh, what they did is they, uh, trying to lobby for that, is when they did uh, succeed, became the Confederacy, None of these people wanted to support him because of, you know, not only did they have slavery there that these guys abolished, but because they knew that they wanted to try to connive to get that uh, trans-African Afri- slave sh- slavery going again. So, and, and all these players are in there, you know what I mean? All these players are in there. Right, right from that... Yeah, right. They're into the Gadsden, buying the, getting the land. They thought they were setting everything up. But slowly but surely, as new, new, uh, you know, they, at first they were bringing in, uh, you bring in a free state and you bring in a slave state, right? Then it was, uh, let the people decide. And that's when you had all the big problems out, out there with, uh, uh, what was it, uh, Oh, shit. Oh. Where John Brown went and killed a few guys. Whatever state that was. Two state, Quantrill's Raiders, Nebraska, and uh, Bloody Nebraska, and another state near there, you know, where they're uh, uh, fighting it out. You know, they, they called them the Free Soilers. And uh, actually, that's what brought that crazy ass John Brown out there, you know. And uh, I got a thing with John Friend sense. about this. Yeah, John. well, John Brown was saying, you know, the, the people in the north basically said, well, you know, let's just peacefully settle this. And the, the free soilers that went out there, the, the, the uh, planters were sending what they call border ruffians, ruffians, okay? They were organizing, well, paying these guys off to go in. They took over towns. They would... Scare people off the land and everything, because they wanted, uh, uh, you know, more people, more guys pro slavery in there to make it a slave state, when they got a chance to uh, decide what they wanted it to be. And John Brown was like, basically, call them a bunch of the free soilers, a bunch of pussies, because they weren't fighting back. So he he goes out there with his sons, this crazy bastard, right? Well, he gets out there, and uh, the Southern, this, these guys, what they would do is they would target certain uh, anti-slavers or whatever, and uh, they would burn them out or shoot them or something like this. And uh, he found out that his family was uh, targeted because one of the guys that was in his group was one of his neighbors, and the guy would get drunk and go shooting his mouth off. Okay. So they said, "Yeah, okay." And they went and with swords they hacked, they hacked him and 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 three other guys, I believe. And even his wife, even the guy's wife said that he brought it upon himself with his with his with his loose loose and uh, you know, inflammatory uh statements that he was making that they were going to they were going to get these guys. They were going to burn them out and they were, or they're going to kill him or something like that. But they were going to get him. And that's what's that's what got this got him even crazier, and then he went from there to uh, really crazy stuff, like trying to take over the uh, armory and uh, in what was it in Maryland, right? So, you know. That's right. Yeah. Okay. So you know this, this all this stuff is, uh, you know, Stephen Douglas was in there, uh, you know, with the land grants. And all this kind of stuff there he was trying to put out as many land grants as he could to uh, uh, pro uh, actually well, pro-slavery, but he was basically, I would say he was more of a uh, he was more of a uh, Jacksonian type because a lot of southerners that did go out there they, they were basic, they were just Southerners, you know, because they got chased off the good land by these big guys. Okay, and, you know, they're basically Jacksonian. A lot of Southerners were Jacksonian Democrats. I mean, Democrats always always went big from in the South, and they were just small, you know, farmers that took care of themselves, so they're called Jacksonian farmers. Okay, so you had a lot of these guys that went out there. You know, they didn't want no part of any of this kind of stuff there, you know what I mean? So it was just like, you know, they're just out there to try to get land and feed their family, you know? So... You had, all the, you had all this kind of stuff going on there, and then the big thing was, was, was a railroad construction. Well, the south had actually, they, they agreed to the southern plan, okay? But uh, let me see, who's the guy that went I forget the guy that went on there, on, on it, but actually he, he started to build it and went broke. Okay. And then, then some you picked it up for pennies the dollars. Well, no. Then, 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 the war broke out, and uh, now Lincoln's in, and uh, he went with he went with the uh, overland northern route because now that now that they had all the all the land consolidated, and they mapped out a certain route, and uh, you know, meanwhile they could start building it. You know, while the war was going on, they they couldn't do it through the south, not not the way things were going. You know what I mean? Because they didn't know what was going to happen. You know, nobody knew what was going to happen. So, okay. It's always something Uh,
4: more than what we've always been led to believe.
3: Yeah, so like I say, you know, I'm looking at these uh, uh, Bundy guys and, oh, it's about land rights and all this kind of nonsense. And no, it's not about land rights. That's the people's land. Okay. It's the people's land under the care of the government. Now we got a corrupt government, we got a corrupt government. That's our fault. Okay, but that is the deal. It's not those people's land. And there's reasons why they stopped uh, letting them clear it and burn it and all this kind of stuff there. And which what what believe it or not, that's what old Bush uh, GW wanted to do. And 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 then then you got the environmentalists took his ass to court and got the federal a federal judge to stop them from doing that. So you got all, all these things that went on there, but you know they're not going to tell you one side, you know, you know, big, bad federal government. and I think this is all to make patriots look bad, suck them into something stupid, okay, make us look even more like terrorists, okay, And then you know, you know Obama's said he swore, you know come hell or high water before he leaves, he's going to have gun, some kind of gun control. You know what I mean? I don't think that's going to work out for him.
4: Yeah, it's not going to work out too well for him because most people are starting to look at the asshole like the asshole he is and not going to do what he tells them to do. And first of all, there's a constitution that says he can't do this, so go fuck himself.
3: Well, they don't care about no constitution. He's not, not a dictator, man. Well, here's the thing, okay? You know? uh, this, see, I don't think they counted on the Trump effect. Okay, now you've got, <laughs> Ab, you got Abbott. Now, you know, oh, you want Trump? Trump's going to be your hero. No, I'm not saying that. I'm saying the guy is single-handedly destroying it's political correctness. Business. Okay? Yeah. He just, and and he's going on about the guns. He's he, And he's Common Core because he wants to get rid of the uh, 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 Fed get the feds right out of the uh, uh, Board of Education, Federal he wants to get rid of it. He, common Core, he said over and over and over, it's lousy okay and that 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 and and Bush jeb Bush supports it, okay, now we've been having yep. that fight in our state, and Chris, he's promised to get rid of it uh he still hasn't he's got' rid of part of it, okay, but that was used as he basically used it as as a uh, uh, a tactic for uh, uh you know uh fighting the unions, so you know because you know it's very, very strong unions Everything you know all all the government. All the all the all, all the good union jobs and all the stuff are are in the government, man. That's where all the big unions are. That you know, where's the big where's the unions of yesterday? Yeah, they're they're in, they're in federal, you know, public sector jobs. They're in the public sector. That's the biggest unions, you know, that which should be illegal. So right.
4: Anyway, I got to. Just a it's white, that they're not, man.
3: White car radio. Let me see what he has to say here. Okay, white was that white Anarch radio,
1: yeah, Damon. actually, I have hate speech radio now here on talk show. <laughs> I
4: was okay, Damon.
1: hey have, yeah, I, was, I was on the show uh, I don't know a month ago or something so, uh, do you have anything do. to
3: add do you have anything uh, to add to this bundy uh, bullshit? No,
1: uh, you know, uh, I'm all about trying to get results and progress, too. So just today I started a new project. You know, I had the idea before, but I changed the name of it and trying to make it uh, more, you know, uh, suitable for anybody's purpose, I guess. But uh, I'm starting up like a a website. For White Homeowners Association, so I got the site whitehomeownersassociation.weebly.com, and uh-huh. it's a form, so anybody can go on there, and uh, yeah, I segmented it by time zone, so you yeah, find but your. How's, time.
3: how's this supposed to work? Because usually, home associations are in 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 certain areas. It's usually well, a community thing. So I don't I don't understand how this is going to work. And I will tell you right now, uh, I wouldn't go white. I would go European.
1: Yeah, that's on there too. Yeah. So you know, I try to the all
3: bases on there. But I, so, you know yeah. what I mean? How 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 is something going to? You got a guy in California and a guy in New Jersey. I mean, how, you know, they they're in different states, different mm-hmm. county laws, different. Like you know, what what is the benefit to them?
1: Well. It's the closest terminology that I could find, you know, before I was calling a, a, you know, a, a housing, you know, stuff, you know, but, you know, I mean, that's the closest terminology is a homeowners association, but it's more likely just. Yeah, to start out, because everything has to start by grassroots. You know, you're not going to. I understand
3: out with, that, but but what's what would be the benefit? Like, what, what benefits are you? Would it would? It, is there a benefit to someone? Yeah, it's a,
1: yeah, it's meant to be a housing network. So, like, a homeowner, of course, would set the rules of their own house and the, you know, the required resident criteria.
3: Oh, to, so you're uh, basically talking about a, a, a renters thing.
1: Yeah, but you know, it's with uh, like minded people, you know, and so Okay, just, so know.
3: basically it it's 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 a renter's guide. So people uh, that are renting out part of their property. Is that what it is?
1: You can say that, but I mean, you know
3: Well, I mean if I'm not gonna what rules will I have to make to your association in, in 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 my own home. You know, I don't understand how I'd get a benefit out of that.
1: Well, it's not that uh, official as you could say. It's just meant to be a site with a catchy name where people like Matchmaker up with People that they want a roommate with, but it's in owned homes. You know, yeah, so I mean, like,
3: yeah, so it's like like a renter's guide, so like a like a renter type thing.
1: Yeah, you could kind of say that, but it has a you know a further goal in mind in the way of a community. Because if there's a small neighborhood and you start out with one home, you know you guys, you know if you could get like a half dozen to a dozen in a house, you know, depending on the size, you are able to accumulate more wealth by pulling in your resources and stuff, sharing automobiles and stuff like that. So as soon as a house goes up for sale, you know, down the street or next door, you buy it, you know, and then you expand that way.
3: Okay, I got you. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay, uh, so... Well, let me answer some of this stuff here. Natural resources in Oregon to maybe pay off China. I don't know about that, Festy. China needs us. We don't need China. Right. We, China needs us. Oh, China, China's not going to take your dollar. Yeah, well, fuck you. You know what, China? Get the fuck out of here. We don't want your shit. We'll go to India. Who wants the largest fucking market? You got to take our dollar. That's how that works. China needs us.
4: Amen. Now,
3: China is in real problems because they've got a real bad uh, – well, they, they've been having a uh, – uh, actually, they've been having a, a recession for quite a while. There. Remember they're building all those uh, empty buildings and everything?
4: Empty ghost towns?
3: Yeah, the yeah. ghost towns, and now they're starting to uh, grab people from the city and grabbing their property and putting them in there, and oh, a bunch of bullshit going on there. But they have a recession, man. They're in a recession right now. Okay. Now what's Didn't hurting the market them,
4: just dropped 7% yesterday.
3: Yeah, well you know what's hurting them Paul is 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 uh this crap what they're doing over there in the Middle East. Well we went over this with the pipelines about the pipelines are supposed to go from uh uh Iran's gas Russia. fields down through uh uh Syria uh through uh, where Hezbollah is, Lebanon and under the under the uh, Mediterranean to uh, Greece, I believe. And, well, the, another one was supposed to go around and go on the other side, and 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 I forget where it cuts through, because it can't go to Afghanistan because there's wars there. and uh, there, But there's another way they're going to go through to try and to reach uh, India and reach China with gas lines, but they can't do it now because all this bullshit with this... Uh, Obama and, and Hillary with ISIS shit going on, right? So, right now the pipeline goes through uh, Turkey, but on the way through Turkey, it goes to Israel, right? Where they get a ching for nothing. <laughs> so, if it bypasses them, guess what? They're, they're, they're shit out of luck, right? Israel. They don't get no more free shekels out of that deal.
4: So. That's a little.
3: Until China secures a uh, uh, gets a secure uh, energy source that they can get from these pipelines, they're in big trouble right now, very, very big trouble. Plus, uh, you know, they've been building all these new uh, – I'll tell you, i, I got to give them credit, though, because they're building all these coal plants, but it's the newest technology because, you know, they fuck their ener- – their, their, their uh, environment, they have – Fucked it so bad, okay? They can't blame Whitey on this. They did it all themselves to where, for the last 25 years, uh, the deserts grow the size of the state of New Jersey. They have, instead of snowstorms, they had sandstorms, okay? They've just been screwing up the screwing up the environment there so bad. And uh, the water supply and every other damn thing there, <laughs> now, you know, now they got to watch what they're doing. So they got that in there, plus they're uh going with nuclear reactors and they 're using the new uh, technique from Canada that Canada invents this new technique that could basically take ninety eight to ninety nine percent of all spent fuel from fuel from spent rods okay that can make these things you can they say you know once they 're completely spent through this process. You can pick them up and nothing will happen to you okay but we're not using them but China China's their only customer so far that said yeah okay let's, let's have a look so you know they're trying all these different types of uh, uh, ways to use this but it all comes down to uh, they're overpopulated all the damage they've done and everything else like that they are they are overpopulated so I guess you know They'll be looking for a war somewhere. You know, I don't know. But, you know, then the same thing with India, you know. Oh, India, a, a burgeoning uh, 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 market. Yeah, right. Yeah, these people are making a 10 cents a day. What the fuck are they going to buy? You know what I mean? Nothing. What a bunch of bullshit. No, they're going to, they, they, yeah, they're going to be working for 10 cents a day and sell you their shit. That's how that garbage works. You know what I mean? And, and, and here they are bringing these people. That's another thing. Uh, uh, you know, like, we we got to stop immigration, period. You know, you got all these HB1 visas, and mm-hmm. now they got a, a new kind of uh, visa coming out there. And instead of training our own goddamn people there, they're bringing these people in there, and then they're talking about, oh, and we won't let them stay. And then they take the companies back to India. That's the fucking plan, man. Right. No, you can come over here as a student, get in working for somebody, and right away you're gonna know everything about this goddamn high tech business and be able to take it over to India. What a bunch of horseshit. What a bunch of horseshit. Yeah, they hunt it changes, rats. man. They not only motorheads here said in China that they hunt rats for supper. Well, that's been going a long time. Well, not only do that what they what they've been doing for I don't know how long, oh, maybe hundreds of years now, is uh, one of their big uh, fuel sources is uh, you know human waste. You know they call it uh, lucky oil or something like that, and they actually cook food in this shit, Paul. They did what? Cook, cook food in this oil made out of human waste. Ugh. And it's brown looking, too, man. So, you know what I mean? Uh, <laughs> you know, if it works for them, but why do we have to have it? You know, you know it must be one of those cultural exchanges that, uh, you know, we need so bad, right? We
4: we'll have to exchange.
3: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it should exchange. So, anyway. <laughs> yeah, last week I missed the show. Oh. I missed the show last so I was going to talk about uh, the Greeks and stuff like that. Maybe we'll do it next week. But I wanted to go over this, Paul. If you got time, I'm really. Yeah, good cu- for, bro. I'm curious. Okay, now just listen to this. <laughs> Okay, Bob. I don't want to embarrass you, but tell us how did this process go with you and your guys training? write that song. A song. The music, the lyrics. Does it? I mean, do you do it like your buddy over there uh, from the Grand Funk Railroad? Wake up in the middle of the night and with 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 words with. Phrases. Uh, the tune comes. Uh, how does how does this how does this how do you, how do you do this shit?
4: Dude, there's so many different ways, but one of the best ways that Poker Face does is we just get together and jam. And that was actually uh, the song you played is a song that uh, the riff came from Brett, the guitar player. So that that's all him, man.
3: And so uh, we just
4: jam it out once we're there.
3: So he starts a riff, and you guys start to follow it. Ah, or...
4: uh, for that particular song, yeah. But generally, we just get together and jam, and something comes out of a jam, and we just start, you know, hey, that that didn't suck, and then we'll just work on it until music always comes first with us, and then the lyrics we try to like do the lyrics right before we put the disc out because the way that our lives are, it takes us like three to five years to put out a disc. So if we start writing lyrics right away on it, then it already becomes dated. So, and mm-hmm. even the one that's coming out for next year, it's already kind of dated because I started writing the lyrics like two a couple years ago. So. But the good news is, uh, before I take off on my vacation, man, I should have the, all these tracks down to Toby's in the next week or so. So that's what I'm busy working on right now. As soon as I hang up with you, I'm back to editing. So
3: fantastic, fantastic. Anyway, I just I just wanted to I just wanted to cover that. You know, most most most, most guys I know that are musicians, they say this. Yeah, they say the same thing. Music comes first. Very few that I I know. Uh, put lyrics down and then put music to it. You know what I mean. Usually, yeah. usually they they got a tune, and uh, and and that tune could be in, that tune could be in their head for quite a while too. You know, y- even sometimes years. You can basically you know?
4: put any kind of lyrics to any. You can put any lyrics to any song. Like I I can sing the Bible to my songs. you know what I mean?
3: So if you put yeah. lyrics
4: in front of me, I can sing them. But try to come up with a cool riff or or a, a chord progression or, you know, a cool melody or or a chorus that hasn't been heard, you know, 50 million times and put it in a different way that, you know, is kind of fresh. That's a lot more difficult. I mean, yes, writing lyrics for me is my most difficult part because, you know, God doesn't bless you with everything. Uh, I can write music all day long, but when it comes to words, he's, uh, I don't know. They're not my friends, man. So I've had to earn my words. And, uh, that's the thing about, uh, this music is when you, when you try to shape the words to fit, the particular cool riff that you have, it takes for me, you know, like I have a cool melody going, and then I'll have like a word that blips and be like, yeah, that word works in there, and then like a, a sentence will come, and then that sentence starts shaping what the the verse is going to be, and the verse then starts shaping what the the idea of the song is going to be. um I've had like uh an ex-girlfriend of mine; she used to uh, write poetry. She could write poetry like I wrote music, and I could adapt any of her poetry. Take out some words, add a couple of that you know just for the pentameter that that the music needed, but I could always make it work um but yeah word words and lyrics that's uh that's where it makes me appreciate uh everything that I go through to put out the music because it's not the one thing that I have that comes easily for me
3: so do you use do you use one of those uh uh, uh, uh type uh programs or anything no. when you get stuck on a word
4: <laughs> no uh, rappers you tend to do that, but yeah uh, i mean there's, there's you know there's there's like s thesaurus, synonymous, uh synonymous uh, omnims, yeah. all these different types of things that you can use, but nah. 'Cause I'm not I'm not singing like that. Um there's 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 lyricists that tend to rhyme everything, I don't and yeah. um need to. Yeah. And it kinda gets hokey
3: after a while. Yeah. So well. I don't know, Paul, I'm just putting you on the spot asking you about this stuff because okay, man. I've, I've been wanting to ask for a long time. So anyway, one short thing here, and uh, it's about a four-minute clip, okay? And I've been saying this again and again and again, and it's the, uh, you know, uh, the JFK against the, the Fed myth. And I'm going to play it again because people still still are pushing this myth. And it has to end. It has to end.
2: Hi, everyone. My guest today is Bill Still. He's written a plethora of books. They're linked below. He's also made a series of films, mostly on central banking. Those are linked below as well. His latest one was Jekyll Island, the movie, not to be confused with the book uh, by Griffin about Jekyll Island, which also goes over a history of central banking and tackles that issue and gives a lot of information about the Federal Reserve. But today, being the 50th anniversary of the John Kennedy assassination, I'd like to have Mr. Still on because he made a few reports on what's called the Still Report, which are up on YouTube, you can see them three, where he talked about the Kennedys and the Federal Reserve because there is a myth going around the interwebs that claims that Kennedy was trying to end the Federal Reserve or was fighting with the Federal Reserve, and he had this executive order out which would have done that, and he was killed before it was passed. It's not true because the executive order was passed. It did nothing of the sort, and Mr. Still has debunked this myth, and I'm glad he's saying it because he's done a lot of work on the Federal Reserve and central banks in general, and he also revealed some very interesting players who may have actually had a role in the Kennedy assassination. So, Mr. Still, welcome to the program. Can you talk about this executive order? What was it? What did it really do? What did it not do? Why is it important? What was the myth
0: that uh, uh, Kennedy died because of this executive order, because he was going after the Fed. He wanted to increase the supply of silver certificates and decrease the supply of Federal Reserve notes. And, uh, you know, that sounded like an interesting theory to me. And so when I first heard it and started investigating it, my bias was to try to prove it was correct. But in fact, uh, I proved that it was incorrect. And this was back in the days of when I was doing the research on the money master's. And uh, which so that would have been uh, autumn of 1995, and uh, that was before uh, the World Wide Web, the Internet, and all that. And so we actually had to do research. Heaven forbid, in the Library of Congress, and it took us three days to find this executive order. They just weren't that easy to find back in those days. And so when we found the executive order, you know, lo and behold, it didn't say anything like the uh, the Jim Mars version. Uh, you know it, uh, it very very simply the price of silver was going up it was exceeding a uh, dollar an ounce therefore you could hardly have a silver certificate which supposedly was uh convertible uh one dollar of paper to one dollar of silver so uh, uh they were phasing the silver certificates out not increasing them uh and kennedy wasn't basically an internationalist and so there was he absolutely would not have done anything against the fed so this was complete bunk and as you know I'm sure as you go through and looking in into subjects in depth there are plenty of people out there who just try to make a quick buck from the, putting the most sensational spin possible on any topic and those of us who you know value our reputations long term have to come swim through this sea of garbage to uh, you know try to be sure that what we're saying is the truth and so it's a very time-consuming process, and there's really not much money in it. But uh, if, if you want to value your reputation long-term, you have to do it. And so that's what we did, and we found out that it didn't have anything to, um, anything to add to the Federal Reserve topic whatsoever. And so, um, But it, it, I didn't include it in the – or did I include it in the Money Masters? No, I don't even remember. But in any case, it's, it keeps popping up. Every, every single time I go somewhere and give a talk, Somebody will raise their hand and say, "Yeah, but Kennedy died because of uh, his opposition to the Fed." And I have to go <laughs> and tell this story. So finally, now with the advent of YouTube, uh, I can put these little, these little um, YouTubes up. Uh, you know, get the story straight. And uh, YouTube is forever. It's a very—I I, I, say—it's the most powerful political force in the universe at this point in time. And people just don't appreciate it.
3: There you go. And that's what they say. Chooses a new hate, I want to know what the truth is <laughs> you know, and Amen, I brother. I believe that for a long time, Paul, you know what I mean, until I finally started reading about it, you know, I actually looked at it, like, what is this all about? You know it's like everything else, you know, who, well, you're putting down this no i'm I want to know the truth, okay, if it's good or bad, it doesn't matter to me. I'm still proud of my heritage, the good and the bad. I mean nobody's perfect, okay, and that's all there is to it. But I'm not going to uh, flower it off with a bunch of lies and all this kind of nonsense that 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 that's ridiculous. so anyway, uh, that's it for tonight. everybody, thank you for showing up uh, and Paul, take it easy. Let me know before you go, and uh, I will brother. And to everybody else, good night, God bless and uh, here's this little uh, we'll finish out this little song here by this uh, orchestra called Poker Face. <laughs>